a Lifetime Original Podcast. Fall on your knees. It's Christmas time over here, baby. The Angel's Voice. Oh, boy. I love a Lifetime movie. There's 12 breakdancing white boys, and I need them in Times Square. You telling me I gotta drive an hour for a damn spring roll? You know I'm against uncles. I think uncles do nothing. I just want one Lifetime movie to show somebody wearing a damn glove. Where there's a barn, there is a Pinterest dream. No one has both parents in a Christmas movie. This is the Mario Super Bowl. (laughs) What are we doing? What do you mean? We're putting on a Christmas show tomorrow night. No, I mean, like, what are we doing? You're obviously leaving town after this. Maybe not. Ray, there's a lot of moving pieces. Am I a moving piece? No. No, of course not. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey, and I am joined by not the Grinch. But maybe the Grinch's dog. You know the dog in the Grinch who's like, I want to have a nice time. And the Grinch is like, we don't like it. And the dog's like, okay, but these people, they seem really cool. You are the Mabel of the Grinch. (laughs) That is my co-host, Naomi Ekparrigan. You know, at first I said, how dare you compare me to a dog? I will get you canceled. Of course. But then, you know what? I said she saved it. She saved it. She said I was the dog having a good time and compared me to Mabel. And I said, we're back. But then you love dogs so much so it's like i compared you to a a iconic dog too that's true like such a really (laughs) such a really funny one we are even referencing the grinch because today we are going to be covering our first christmas film now when you're hearing this you're like yes of course holidays this is the time but when we are recording this it is actually none other than october 31st (laughs) This is how we are spending the spookiest day of the year, okay? <laughs> Talking all things Lifetime Christmas. Now, it, it, considering I am Grinch adjacent, it would not surprise you to know that I'm not much of a Halloween person, Megan, in that I'm not. I like people's costumes and seeing what people do and, like, the cleverness of it all, but I have no impulse to make one. It's a lot of pressure. It's pressure, and it's like, I've never been a crafty person. I mean, because you guys, Megan... I believe at some point had two costumes, or maybe just the one, but Megan was Joe Pesci from mm-hmm. Home Alone? Mm-hmm. Marv. Marv of the Wet Bandits. <laughs> you guys, she had feathers. She had facial hair. She found cartoon hobo gloves, is what I call them, fingerless. But this is, so this is a little peek into what was going on in my psychology. I think at some point over the last few weeks, CJ and I, got into a domestic disagreement. And part of the things that I was like, he's like, what what do you what do you want? You know, like when you get to that point, like you're yes. angry, but what yes. do you want? And I go, yes. I want you to buy our entire Halloween costumes. I'm not gonna look up a thing. Like it was like I was grasping. Like I'm like, what do I want? And so I didn't I did not have to go and find I guess day of the party we went to, I did go to Target and bought some blue dress pants and some little boys' shoes for me to wear. For you to wear? Little boys' shoes for you? Yes, I've got little boy feet. I've got, you know, I'm like a size six and a half, which in little boy is regular. I had no idea. What a dainty woman you are, Megan. A six and a half. 
I have little feet. I have little feet in their hands. hands. <laughs> so I did go, but CJ like found everything. I I did glue the feathers onto the coat and okay. onto the hat and stuff. And I did CJ's iron print. And then oh, okay. and then I really he doesn't listen. I really phoned it in on his facial hair. And then on my facial hair, I like watched a tutorial because <laughs> we were just running out of time. I had to breastfeed as Joe Pesci. Like I was in that full <laughs> Joe Pesci makeup and Conrad is looking at me like, whose milk am I getting right now? <laughs> but then also he was dressed as Macaulay Culkin, which is like, yes. you know, that's that's some sort of fan fiction version of the movie. You know what I mean? Some yeah. version where Macaulay and Pesci are just way too close. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And CJ was like, they should have cast an Asian child. You know, like he's like, they're part he would have been perfect. It's like he's a baby. He can't we can't leave him home alone. I will say this though, you know, your commitment to a family Halloween costume, you know, Conrad does did have four distinct looks, four distinct options, four distinct quick changes. Mm-hmm. You know, that amount of readiness, excitement dedication is perfect for the film that we are discussing today all right Mm -hmm. because we are this is again our first holiday joint and this holiday joint is about putting on a holiday show yeah okay and family with a capital f we'll come out every holiday film is about family with a capital f and this one you know you know lifetime is sparing no expense when the movie stars none other than mario lopez okay okay Okay. Is anyone more booked, busy, and blessed? I mean, this man has 47 jobs. Remember, we, listeners, we talked to him last year. He was, we couldn't get him on Zoom. That's how booked, busy, blessed he was. He was like calling in on a phone from a house in Malibu, not his house. No, it was a break on one of his shows. Yes. He was literally like between setups on one of his, like, I think Access Hollywood or something. Yeah. Okay. The man was busy. And that was for Holiday in Santa Fe. And obviously he had a good time because he said, you know what? I'm back. And in this one, he is giving us nods to his real life, honey. Mario plays dancer Billy Holiday, who returns to his hometown for Christmas after being abruptly fired from the hit TV series Celebrity Dance Off. While back home, Billy volunteers to help dance teacher Ray plan a holiday recital fundraiser where romance is on the marquee. Wow. Ah! Okay, okay. You know this is cutesy as hell. And so, and you know I'm grinchy. So it's really going to be on Megan to capture the love and tenderness of Christmas. Because to me, everybody acted a damn fool. Okay, we got to get into it. Now she's singing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, it's important to note before we get into this, his God-given name is not Billy Holiday. He changed it at some point because his mom calls him Guillermo throughout the whole film. Right, and I'm like, right. is Billy short for Guillermo? That I, I don't know. Well, Guillermo's William would be American William. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's one of those things where when my mom is Margaret, but it's Peggy. And people are like, Peggy is Margaret? And I'm like, Irish people get it. And so now <laughs> I'm like, yes, of course I didn't understand Guillermo. 
<laughs> no, you learn. You learn and you expand. Right. But you know, hey, you know how people be changing their names to make it in Hollywood. All right? You think John Stewart's John Stewart? His no. La- his last name is not Holiday. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's important to know, too. So he has right. a whole new name. So basically, y'all, Billy is a star who goes to a hometown. Classic lifetime Christmas setup. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the movie called The Christmas Setup. Okay? <laughs> but when <laughs> someone... When someone's like, you know, a big star and they go to a tiny town and tiny towns are where Christmas really thrives. All right. In the world of lifetime, I think they're trying to say in America, small towns are where Christmas is it. Main Street, USA. And this little town is called Garnett. And part of the the town really is in the way that New York is the fifth friend in sex in the city. Mm-hmm. Garnett is the third person in this love triangle because billy is our male lead ray is our female lead now she is also a dancer and she also went to new york hit it big on broadway and then said i don't like it well not just broadway but we're gonna find out later what she did in addition okay the point is jenna had a taste of fame but she said she said no 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 again family with a capital f That's her vibe, okay? And now as we say Garnett is a third character in this relationship, they really let you know that because it opens with Billy and Ray dancing in the street, literally doing a dramatic, I don't even know what you call dances, tangos. They say words throughout, and I'm like, I don't even know. I've heard the words, but don't know what that means dance-wise, you know? Of course not. It felt like singing in the rain. There's not a car to be found. Empty town square. I mean, pitch black. It must be after 9 p.m. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the vibe you're getting. Those small towns, they kind of shut down by nine. I know, but, like, as I'm watching this, I also am like, where, what is small-town America? Like, has Main Street USA survived the pandemic? I mean, not many of them. Sorry. Not many of them. But, but Megan, stop trying to be real. That's not what a Christmas (laughs) movie's about. A Christmas movie is about an idealized, fictionalized version of life, okay? Mm -hmm. And that is a world where two people can dance in the middle of the street have a beautiful dance, and then he's like, I'm sorry, things are a little crazy right now, but please tell me we're good. For the show, yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. That's how we open, right? Mm-hmm. You know, normally if this is one of my favorite Lifetime movies, we would have opened with him murdering her in the street. But that's not what this is. It is Christmas, okay? And so we cut to two weeks earlier. Wow, classic Classic lead up to Christmas time. Even even yes. outside of the Lifetime universe, you get this in Love Actually. Yeah. You get this yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Home Alone. Like, it's like we, it's the Christmas rush. Oh, right. I love it. Right. The t- it's the two weeks to Christmas. And then it's also like the week between Christmas and New Year's. Those are the two time, like those are the time periods when something can happen. The most yes. magical time of the year. Yes, because okay? you're not working. You're in sweatpants. You're eating and you're seeing old flames. Yeah. yeah people are coming to visit. And so anything can happen. Now, two weeks before this, though, you know, Billy, he's leaving the set of Celebrity Dance-Off, all right? Classic Hollywood backlot, and he is the face of the show, one of the hosts, with a woman named Joanna, and he is a producer on the show, all Mm -hmm. right? He is also an Emmy winner. Okay, we are really seeing Mario Lopez, okay? Billy Holiday is Mario Lopez. That's how I feel. It's really like art imitating life. This is him, right? Yes. Yes. And so he's like feeling good, feeling great. And then he leaves, and he's like, again, like Mario, he's smiling to everybody. He's friends with the grips. Everyone loves him. He's a mm-hmm. good time guy. And after the taping, Billy walks up to a TV executive 
named Wayne, played by Megan. Say it. Say who's playing the TV exec in this. Sex in the City's very own Mario Cantone. Excuse me? Y'all. Y'all. I almost fell out of my bed. I screamed. I said, Lifetime said, we are spending the money. They said, we're spending the money for this one. Mario Cantone is a legend. I mean, truly one of the greatest. But I, it, it, I, I don't even know if he's a character actor because I do think to some extent he is playing himself. And I've seen <laughs> him do interviews. Like I watched him on Watch What Happens Live. He's so funny. And then, and then it sets in too. We got the two biggest Marios going against each other. The only thing we're missing is Luigi's brother, Mario, <laughs> of Mario Brothers. Because I'm like, we got Canton, we got Lopez. This is the Mario Super Bowl. I know. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Two Marios, Mario v. Mario. And you know what? I'll tell you this. Mario Canton is not here to be friends. He's got some bad news. Listen to this. The network has been talking and... I wanted to give you a little heads up. Oh, yeah, I heard the brass might want to make some changes next season. Love it. Great idea. Keep it fresh. What if we do all live shows? Ever since you and Joanna broke up, the two of you aren't working anymore. The audience doesn't like the split. The chemistry isn't there. And look at the ratings. Not as good as when you guys were America's sweethearts. I can never get that whistle into the bomb thing. Anyway, they want you two to get back together. Well, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's what I thought you'd say. So, what exactly are you trying to say, Wayne? <laughs> what are they gonna do, fire us? <laughs> wait, wait, are they firing us? No, 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 they would never fire Joanna. Just you. Okay, now this is something I love. The way that network execs, agents, as we will see later, managers, Hollywood jobs, let's say, the way that those people are portrayed in all forms of media is always villainous, over the top, <laughs> silly. And I'm like, oh my God. So people write this and then they turn that into those people. <laughs> and we do it too. Like, it's like, we just, we make them, and they're not like, they're not malicious. They're just these kind of scattered egomaniacs. <laughs> well, right. Well, what you think of them as they are selfish, self-centered people who have put themselves in the position to... Prey off of others. Yes, to help. Allegedly, they're helping you. I think that's what it is because you're like, but you're here to take care of yourself and yet somehow you make all the money and then tell me stuff I don't like. Yeah, you're the, you're the boss, yet you... <laughs> Are not Anybody the for dancer. Me? You are not I, the Billy Holiday. What I like the most about this, though, is that, you know, Billy and Joanna, his co-host, they've broken up, but they were still dancing together. So I guess things are copacetic. But what I love the most is that, like, Joanna's not fired because she's likable. Yes. Is what he says. And I said, mm -hmm. that's the dream. That's, like, what I'm trying to do. I'm really not that talented. I just try to be a good time. I just want to not be fired because I'm likable. Okay. And here's the thing, Naomi. If, it, if, if we were celebrity dance-off, I'm definitely the Mario. Like you're staying and I'm getting the axe and I'm But you do all the but you do all the hard work and have the skill because Mario's doing it. I do zero hard work. I show up late. I'm eating a clementine. I bet they're like, Megan, can you mute yourself? It's like, no, I can't. I'm eating my clementine right here, okay? Tis the season. <laughs> now I was very confused because Joanna is played 
in this film by Mario's real life wife. Courtney Lopez. Yes. Courtney Lopez is playing Mario's ex-wife. I go, uh-oh. You know, like, <laughs> but that's actually, that's actually got to be really fun for them because it's like, right. come on, let's just like ramp it up a little. You know, like <laughs> for CJ and I to seem like we're exes, it wouldn't be that difficult. Like, it, could, I'm just saying we could rise to the occasion. But then, I, then I'm thinking about the dancing in the street and I'm like, is this movie going to be about him getting together with his ex-wife? It is not. No, absolutely not. But this is what's so fun about it because here's the other thing too. You know, Holiday in Santa Fe, Mario had his daughter in the movie mm-hmm. dancing, little co-star, okay? And in this, he's got, I like this family affair vibe. I like that he's like, whatever movie I do, we got to have at least one family member. But see, Courtney, she couldn't be the main lead because she got to take care of the kids. Because that's. I feel like that's how Mario is. I've made it up entirely. She's booked busy and blessed too. They have a radio show together. I think they have a, oh, a brand goodness. together, like, yeah, Courtney's busy too. Okay, well then, thank God. Okay, so a true power couple. A true yeah. power couple, basically, she was like, if I play Joanna, I can only give you two days. And that's honestly kind of it, because like you see Joanna up top, and she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you were fired, bye! Mm-hmm. Like, she's like kind of rude about it. And then we see from Mario Cantone being like, you're out, to Access Hollywood covering the firing. Meta. Meta. Meta on meta. You know Mario being a real-life host of Access Hollywood. But also, it is all of 12 seconds. Like, mm-hmm. Access Hollywood's on it. Okay? And so, of course, this happens, and Billy's upset. Especially upset because they usually do a celebrity dance-off Christmas special, and he can't do that either. Right? Yep. Again, he loves him some Christmas. So, Billy's all down in the dumps, like, what's happening to my life and career? We see him, like, sad in his mansion. <gasps> In front of a Christmas tree. I don't think I could be sad in a mansion. <laughs> I just don't think I could. I think I would, I, I, I could be like, wow, gosh, look at this molding. You know, like, I think I could <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah, whip yeah, myself yeah, yeah. out of it. My money, more problems. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I don't know, because then I have a really big problem when we see him in his mansion the next morning eating Chinese food out of the carton. And I said, okay, this is the biggest lie of this whole Christmas miracle. Okay. There is no good Chinese food where there are mansions like that. Okay. okay. Because L.A. don't have good Chinese. Everyone says it's the east, east. You have to go to like, what, where I San live. Gabriel Valley. It's right where I live. You got a mansion? You got a Mario Lopez mansion? No, I don't. I said, hear me out. When I saw <laughs> that in the notes, I go, hear me out. He lives in a Pasadena mansion. And he is very close to Alhambra <laughs> and Monterey Park, which is considered the best Chinese food outside of China. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so okay. for you to sit on this podcast and say that LA does not have good Chinese food when I am sitting in the Chinese food Mecca. Now I'm blurring a lot of different cultures. Megan is sitting 45 minutes away from me. Okay. And that's the problem <laughs> with Los Angeles. You telling me I got to drive an hour for a damn good spring roll? No, not doing it. Okay. I'm just telling you the option is there. The option is there, maybe. But he said his mansion having Chinese food, maybe it's in Pasadena, even though I, he has a real Beverly Hills energy. Because the whole idea is that he's meant to be this like slick Hollywood. Hollywood guy because we then cut to Billy's hometown of Garnett where Ray, who we saw in the open dancing with him, and her sister Phoebe are talking about Billy. And Phoebe is classic lifetime bestie, bright red hair with a perfectly blunt bang. And she wears like fun Christmas sweaters Mm -hmm. and she owns the diner and she's no nonsense, you know, like, and there's like, Okay, y'all are sisters, clearly adopted. Wow. But maybe different really? dads, maybe different dads, you know, like Chloe and Kim. <laughs> so Phoebe owns the Broadway Diner. So then I'm like, okay, so they own the dance studio, 
the <laughs> diner. Like, we're talking about, these are the Rockefellers of Garnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They own all of Main Street. Absolutely. And so they are talking about the gear up to the Christmas holiday recital. And the whole point of it, so it's their mother's dance studio. And Ray, I assume her parents are dead because it's a, it's a Christmas movie. Well, they're absent, but they're not dead. They are actually on a cruise a Christmas cruise. Okay. But if we've learned anything from watching true crime, the dad might be murdering the mom. Because, you know, once you're on those cruise ships, you're out <laughs> you're out in those international waters. Anything goes. Husbands love to push the I wives know. over and go, oh, no, what happened? Which could have happened to my parents in Machu Picchu, as you remember. Absolutely. They own their deceased mother, rest in peace, dance studio. Ray teaches the the dances. <laughs> I like, I'm like so not a dancer <laughs> that I don't even know. And the whole point of the recital is to try and fundraise enough money so she can bring all the kids to New York City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a big fundraiser. Now, what I set up at this point in the in the movie, stakes for my own brain, is if Rich Billy, we just saw his mansion, and yeah. he's postmating from probably 50 minutes away, five, zero minutes away. <laughs> if Rich Billy does not fund for the whole class to go to New York City, I'm mad. I'm going to get Billy Holiday canceled. That's what I said. Literally the moment, because literally they're talking about him. They talk about how he was a star pupil at mom's dance studio. And like, so he has such, not just a connection to the town, but to the dance studio. And he became a dance star. So yes. I'm like, okay, he's going to come to town, meet her, see the passion among the children and be like, here's some money. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what else is it for? Anyway, Billy, meanwhile, we see Billy is cleaning his own pool. I said, L-O-L, stop it. Can we just give a little backstory? If he is the executive producer on this show, he is continuing to make millions of dollars (laughs) off of it. Like, the fact that they're like, what's he going to financially do? It's like, he's more than fine. But his manager calls him. His manager is played by none other than comedic genius and icon, Sherry O'Terry. What did I say? Lifetime said we're going to spend the money. And, and Mario and Sherry, Mario Cantone and Sherry, they are operating at tens. Like, they yeah. are not phoning yeah. this in. Sherry yeah. is giving truly an amazing comedic performance in this. Her and Mario Lopez, they're never in the same room. Right. She's by herself. She is yes. by herself in an office set with a dog. Okay? With a tiny Pomeranian. And honestly, they're doing the scene work. I go... Oh, this is this is hacks. Like this is <laughs> prestige television. She yeah. has a dog named Shakira who has a little bow on. I love Sh- Shakira. Doesn't have a line. Shakira is a, a scene stealer, and <laughs> Sherry is basically her name's Dallas. Love that. I'm sure she's from <laughs> Dallas, and like in the movie, and they're like her name's Dallas. She <laughs> tells Mario, she's like, at the end of the day, we take a break, we let people miss you, and then we circle back. How's that sound? Until then. I want you to keep that chisel chin up. You hear me, handsome pants? This is not how managers are. Naomi and I, we share a lovely manager. And I wish that's how they were. I wish my manager would tell me a thing to do. Yes. You're supposed to manage me. <laughs> tell me what to do. You're supposed to have some knowledge of how this stuff go. Tell me how to behave so I can maximize my income. And she'll just be like, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, don't worry. You know that Dallas would let Mario stay in his house. That's true. Okay. That's true. And so once he hears this, he's like, all right, I guess I'll go home. My mom's been wanting me to come home. It's Christmas. Time to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now back in Garnett, we're in the diner. Who comes in but the cutest little boy named Junior. And we learn that not only is Junior one of Ray's dance students, he's also Billy's nephew. 
And he's like showing Ray his new TikTok dance. And he's like, Uncle Billy's coming to town. So Ray is like, okay, great. We're going to get him some VIP yeah. seats. And she's like, okay, how can we use this? Right. You can guys see her have a kind of look on her face where she's like, is there a way I can leverage this famous person to yes. get some money for the kids? Mm-hmm. Which I was like, smart, Ray. I like where you're at. But also, and she's not doing this, but this is what I would be doing. He's hot. You know, like, and she knows <laughs> that he's divorced. But she's just like, how can I use this for the dance studio? I'd be like, how can I use this for <laughs> my dance studio? <laughs> oh, see, that's interesting. I would never, because I'm like, oh, he's like a famous guy who only, like, dates Instagram models. Like, I would, if I, I mean, look, Ray's hot, but if she's a so down-home Garnet girl, she would be like, he would never. And the whole point of the magic of Christmas is that she realizes, what? You love me, Maria Lopez? That's where Ray and I are different. <laughs> and also, I'd be like, listen, if you get a star, like a famous star back here in Indianapolis, I'm looking yeah. pretty good. I'm looking pretty <laughs> good to them. <laughs> First of all, the thing I love, again, Billy, we've already seen this man clean his own pool. Now we're seeing him at the train station. He's taken a train to Garnett. I don't know how. I don't know where. Where's Garnett in relation to Los Angeles? Where is Garnett? Megan, it's every town USA. I know. Okay, Garnett is in your heart. You don't need to know. You don't need to know. It's in your heart. And maybe because he was in the Santa Fe film that I'm like, uh, uh, where are we? That's what I, and I'm like, are we, are we outside of Fresno? Are we in Arizona? It feels like it has a Midwestern feel, especially with all the barn work, but that could just be Northern California, like where they grow the almonds and stuff. It did not feel Midwestern to me. Well, I think anything small town is Midwestern. Like that's what it evokes for me. Like Christmas time, Midwest, everyone kind of gathered together because the best part about Lifetime holiday movies is that, you know, they are fully shot in August Yes, and people are in cable knit sweaters. And I said, I could never. For me, that would be stunt work. Putting me in cable knit in the middle of August and just hoping I'm not sweating out my hair the entire time we're shooting? The amount they would have to pay hair and makeup to make our hair and makeup not be falling off, they'd go, you know what? We'll just shoot it in November. We'll <laughs> shut it down and we'll move to, because the but they go, hair and makeup budget, it's now quadruple what we thought we were going to have to do because <laughs> Megan's top lip can't pretend. <laughs> Oh my God, girl, my top lip can't pretend either. No. That's just a fact. So now, Billy's sister, Marissa, who you may know, she was on that show, The Mick. Oh, okay. On Fox. And she's fun. Marissa Hedney, she's the older sister. She's like boisterous, loves to tease, is like getting him in a headlock. We learn she's like an EMT. She's an EMT. Works for firefighters. She is Junior's mother. So she's a single mom out here. She stayed close to home. She is, she's a helper. She's a helper as a person, right? Yes. She's, she's a out get here. things done gal. Yes, exactly. And so they're they're having a little walk and talk, brother, sister. I'm liking their vibe. Yes. I really enjoy her as sister. She's the person in a famous person's life that tells them how it is. Where exactly. it's like, I don't care who you are. You're Guillermo to me. You are not Billy. Right. And honestly, it's like what Kanye could have used. Someone in your <laughs> life to go, shut up. So, as they're having their walk and talk, Marissa, I have to say it the way Mario does, Marissa and Billy, they walk by the old dance studio where Billy took classes, where now Junior is taking classes. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, and as they pass by, Billy, like, watches the kids dance and is like, oh, they're good. And then Ray joins in. Very strange. Which I thought was strange. I said, honey, this is the kids' class. Why Why are you literally not just dancing? Like, she... 
comes into the center. Yeah. And like, not like, oh, I'm teaching you a move. It's like, I'm in the center of this choreography. Yeah. And, but Billy sees her dancing and he's like a smitten kitten. He's really mm-hmm. looking at her. And then Junior notices them outside. So he runs out and then Ray comes out to say hi. It's like an awkward little kind of flirty moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're already, like, sparks are already flying, honey, because they share values. And that is very important in a Christmas romance, okay? In a Christmas romance, if you don't share values and that value has to be family and home, you will never have love. Listen to this. Hey, come here a sec. Listen, let me be a cautionary tale, all right? You always got to have a plan B. Balance, balance on, on stage, stage balance, balance in life. life. That's my next class. Uh, I'm... I'm sure I'll be seeing you around. Yeah, and hey, if you ever want to come by and watch junior practice, feel free. Thanks, let me take you up on that. Okay, Naomi, what do they say? Balance, Balance on, on stage. stage. Balance, Balance in, in life. life. What? That's not a saying. <laughs> that's that's not a saying. Like, it's not, it's so crazy. Also, I find this to be, you know, I'm against uncles. I find this to be classic. I did not. Yes. No, you were against I uncles. think uncles do nothing. I... <laughs> They don't. They really don't. I have. I go watch my Fallon set. Okay. I drag the uncles of America. <laughs> this is classic uncle behavior to go. I'm here. I'll fix it. And it's like you don't think his single mom and right. your mother, his grandmother, and this woman dance teacher are all hands on deck on him trying to pass geography. Like you're not going to swoop in. Maybe one of the issues with him thinking he's going to be a superstar is because you are and you've abandoned the family. How about that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, shots fired. Shots fired. But yes, honey, this is where we learn the crux junior's journey in this motion picture. Getting a B plus in geography. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got to bring these grades up. He's too obsessed with the TikToks. Yeah. And trying to go viral with his dancing. That's all he wants to do. And it's like, no, baby, you live in Garnet. And that's this is the thing in a, in a way. Yes, your uncle became a star and went away, so you, like, think it just happens. But he will be fine. Nepotism will take care of him. Yeah, well, sure, the nepotism will. Yes. But, like, in general, where it's like, oh, you need to go someplace where you're not a big fish. The problem yeah. is, like, he's in a tiny town where he's like, oh, I'm a man. It's like, babe, mm-hmm. go to one New York City audition and you will mm-hmm. learn. Mm-hmm. You a dime a dang dozen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will say Junior has real my husband CJ vibes. Really? And I know he's... Maybe an 11-year-old boy. And they are very similar to me in in temperament and in the, the sky's the limit. <laughs> like, they are dreaming big, these two. <laughs> but it's, like, very cute and sweet. And it's funny you say that because I think of that boy, the actor who plays him. His name is Enzo Rodriguez. Love him. And if he's not a baby Mario Lopez, like, he is a Mario Lopez in the making to me. Yeah. Because he's, like, so sweet. His whole character, even when it's, like... Oh man, I'm failing. It's like you are so cute. You could not be any like happier. And I'm like, okay, this is a start for you. They get back to mom's house, and Billy's mom, you know, she is a classic lifetime mom where it's like you're maybe 10 years older than Mario Lopez, if a day, you know? And she looks great. You know, she's she's a widow. She's a widow. But you need to be a widow on Christmas. And She's sweet, but she's also like, okay, you got fired. You should get a job at the fire station, which I think is so funny. And it's like, so to me, that is the most relatable thing. A that mom is who's parents. Like, yeah, because it's like, they're like, it's a steady job. It has benefits. Come do this. And it's like, mom, I have a mansion. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm okay, mom. But then here's where I really uh, lose. I just lose it. Okay. And this is where, this is why, this is my Grinch takes over. Mom's Christmas wish is for everyone to spend the night in the house together, which includes him and his sister sharing their childhood bedroom. Why is everyone dumb? That is how parents are. That is how, like, I honestly think my parents who do listen to this, so they will hear this, are are staying in their home in Indianapolis because they're like, well, sometimes you all stay here. And it's like, we don't. We actually don't. <laughs> the last time CJ and I were in Indianapolis, we stayed at a hotel. Uh, there's too many of us. We can't, you can't yeah. fit. But all all parents want is everyone under the same roof and maybe there to be matching pajamas. Like, that is... That is parent fan fiction. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is how parents behave around the holidays. Why do the holidays make everyone dumb? It makes me insane. Because I think it reminds parents that they're mamas and dadas. So it's like <laughs> they they revert. And I do it, too, like, too. And I see my husband do it, too, of just, like, leaving things. And I'm like, don't make your mother, who's constantly getting surgeries, clean up after the gourmet Crunchwrap Supreme she made you. Get up. <laughs> You're a grown-ass man. But, like, we revert back to our childhoods. Oh, my God. A gourmet crunch wrap supreme. Oh, my God. I would love so, that. Yeah. I'm like, she mm. she ruined me for the regular ones because she's putting, like, Kobe beef in it. <gasps> yeah. Oof. Helen's okay. wild. Helen's I gotta wild. meet her. I gotta meet her. So, Ray and Phoebe, we see them back. Again, they're at the diner. I can't get over the brilliance of Phoebe's red hair. And they're talking about Billy just as he shows up to pick up his takeout order. And I will say this, though. Phoebe is, like, really rude to him. Yes. And, like, at the moment Ray is like, oh, he's nice. She's like, mm. Like, Phoebe's level of rudeness. Yeah, and, like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves when somebody comes in real hot and there's never an explanation for why. Right. Like, I get that you have to have a POV, but, like, it's actually completely unwarranted and it's weirder than if you were just, like, a nice, normal person. Yeah, she keeps calling him to his face, Billy Hollywood. <laughs> Not his name to sort of take a dig at like you're big time. You think you're better than all of us, and there is no backstory. Right. And I, I was hoping like, oh, if this was a different type of Lifetime movie, he would have bullied her in high school, and she's never gotten over it, and she's going to murder him. Now, I guess she's supposed <laughs> to be sort of our our every woman, where it's like you think you're better than us, and like. I, I get the sentiment that that's how some of us think we would behave. When you meet actual famous yeah, people, never, my instinct is, hello. Like, I could meet an, like a tr someone that is a monster. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, the salmon's good. Like, I just become <laughs> a chattering, like, suck up little idiot. Do you go chattering? It's so, that's so funny. I go up, not opposite, but I, I'm just very like, hey, like, I really am like, you ain't, you ain't shit. You're cool. <laughs> and I'm a loser. No. And if this podcast has taught us anything, it's that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But are you telling me? So, okay, so this is why we know. Because either the quote-unquote cool way is to be like, hey. Or the other way is to be like, hi, Billy. Hi, Billy, what do you need? So which yeah. is why Phoebe is, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's not really one of the options. <laughs> but then, like, Phoebe goes to check on his order. And then Ray and Billy end up having this cute little conversation about, like, the romance and beauty of dance. Yeah, I was a dancer in New York for a while. The moment I went and stood in Times Square and was able to see those dancers on stage, I was hooked. Yeah, the dancing bug. Once it gets in your blood, you're in it for life. And then Phoebe comes out, like, literally, like, brings his bag out with, like, a, a 
thud. thud. He's like, get out of here. But then not before putting on the TV where there is a commercial starring his ex Joanna advertising the celebrity dance off Christmas special. And then Phoebe like looks at him with like a bitchy smile. And I'm like, why are you doing this, Phoebes? Why are you like trying to break him down? What stuck out to me in this scene is the way that Ray talks about Times Square. I do not (laughs) believe she lived in New York City. Uh Because she's like, uh when I step foot in Times Square, and it's like no one feels that way. (laughs) Like, we despise <laughs> Times Square. Right, I would right. rather, my parents are going to New York for the holiday, like, at, for some point in the holidays and seeing the Rockettes. And, like, Aww. my dad keeps, you know, bragging. He's like, we're staying at the Marriott Marquis. And my friend goes, in Midtown? <gasps> like, we're all like, no! Yeah, exactly. And he's like, what? I love it there. I'm on the concierge <laughs> floor. And we're like, no, go to the village! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. And that is why. Well, you know, because basically what we have are just Times Square, especially at Christmas, is just four million Jeff Gailey's. Yeah. Of course, you know what I mean. It's like half Zip Nation going. <laughs> this pizza's good, and it's like the dollar pizza that a rat just got kicked off of. I mean, but that's how New York survives. That's, that's how it survives. How, that's, that's how, how it survives. survives. <laughs> that's what keep, honey. That's what keeps the lights on. That's what keeps the lights of Times Square on. Four million Jeff Gailey's eating some dollar pizza. They're going to two Broadway shows and going to see the Rockettes. You know? exactly. So it's like, yes. yeah, that's what they got to do. Actually, I'm going to be there around Christmas time. You got to let me know their dates. Maybe we can link up. Okay, because if they should go to Brooklyn and see a show. That's what they really should do. Should they, though? Yes, I used to make them come to Brooklyn. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay, so oh, they're yeah. familiar. Do you remember the venue Much More's? Oh, absolutely. I made my parents come to a show there, but it was one of those shows where everybody, it was like a hun- literally 100 comedians, it, <laughs> and it was the dead of August. There was no AC there. Oh, And my God. I had kind of just moved to New York. I had been there like maybe three months, and so people... Everyone kept talking to my parents like they were there trying to buy the bar and shut it down. You know, like it was like they were the bad guys in rent. It was so funny just having my parents sit there, my dad on like a boat shoe. And everyone's like, what the fuck is going right. on? Are these Hollywood scouts? Are these scouts yeah. looking for talent? These are Hollywood what are they doing scouts. In the back? Now, let's get to the crux um, of any quality Lifetime Christmas movie. And that is Christmas tree shopping. All right, because our next scene, Billy and his mom are out looking for a Christmas tree and they're in a farm. And for some reason, at this farm where you could also buy a Christmas tree, Ray and her dance students are practicing for the show. They're not practicing, Naomi. They're doing a preview. What are you talking about? Is that why she goes? Is that why she ends up being like? We need more money and like yes. has like a can for people to donate. Yes. She's like, here's a little taste of what you're going to see at the show. This is for free, but you got to buy tickets to go to the real show. <laughs> they're doing a, they're doing a preview. And I said, what's going on? Billy, you're rich. Yeah. Why haven't you financially taken care of this yet? Thank you. Because we even see the little junior dancing in the preview and he's good. And Billy's That's like, he's nephew. good. I'm like, it's your, exactly. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like literally his dad is gone. Your own dad is gone. Mom has her mansion in Garnett, which makes me just want to move out of this city altogether. She has a full-blown mansion, and they never <laughs> reference how beautiful it is. Like, they're just like, we're at mom's house, and I'm like, this gorgeous farmhouse that looks like Martha Stewart did it? Like, okay, we'll all go to Garnett. We'll all go I to Garnett. <laughs> but the same place where you can buy a tree, there's also this old barn that 
used to be where they had all the dance shows and like holiday gatherings and stuff. But so it was obviously a center of the town. But at some point, people said, we don't care. And now the barn has like gotten unsafe and is like not condemned, but also not safe for entry. And yet it contains all the old props and costumes. Like, it's like, how did nobody think to take those things? I, like, I kind of don't understand what happened to the barn. We just know that it is broke down. Mm-hmm. But then Billy says something that makes me laugh. Listen to this. Just a thought, but what if you updated the recital a bit and incorporated the past more? Maybe I'm off here, but there's something that's still intriguing about this old barn, right? <laughs> there's something unsafe and decrepit about the barn, but um, sure. What are you thinking? I don't know yet, but let me sleep on it and let it marinate. Intriguing about an old barn. He goes, there's something intriguing about this old barn, right? No! What are you saying? There's no way that this barn would have not been fully rehabbed by a white woman that wanted to have her wedding there. Like, <laughs> where there's a barn, there is yep. a Pinterest dream. So, yeah. Yeah. You're right. leave no barn unturned. Like, this barn would be fully decked out. Also, Billy... <laughs> I, he, I'm getting frustrated with him, and I don't know if the the townspeople have not looked up his net worth. But the <laughs> way he's constantly like, "What should we do?" It's like you're the solution. Exactly. This movie. So the stakes are this barn, Junior needing to get his grades up, and the recital, or and the kids gotta get to New York City. Yes. The stakes couldn't be lower, and they also could be resolved with Billy writing one check. Exactly. And that's what I thought. He's like, I heard you say you're not where you want to be with donations. And then he's like, so why don't we go inside this old abandoned barn nope. and clean it up? No. Nope. No, I got time for that. No. Nope. That's not the easy way. Yeah. That's not it. Okay? <sighs> so, the next thing we have, like, a moment where, again, Ray is at the diner, and her sister Phoebe is just grilling Ray. It's like, I heard you were at the Christmas tree farm. <laughs> again feels very small town that she would know that immediately and then billy shows up and phoebe is rude to him again Mm -hmm. and then billy's basically like okay so i've decided we should break out the hazmat suits and go into the old barn and we should get those props and costumes and for some reason ray agrees to do this and i'm like ray honey why would you ever why would you ever do such a thing you literally have to teach these children how to dance and not embarrass everybody. Like, she's busy. She is a full plate. And this happens in all Christmas movies. Who is taking on a new hobby slash new task less than two weeks before Christmas? Like, that is crazy time. Where it's like, yeah. and, and, and we have online shopping now. You don't really even need to be out in these streets, like, with the traffic doing things, but you still have to do things. Right. That it's like, right. this is not a time to take on a new endeavor. I would also like to mention that Phoebe really has a negative bias against L.A., and Mm -hmm. I do think that makes you the Phoebe of this. Well, it's very nice of you because I did think, how can I play that person in a Lifetime movie? The person who just shows up, has an attitude for no reason, and tells you not to get with somebody you're going to get with. I think you're there. That is very natural and easy. I think you're there. Well, Megan, you know, this is where I take issue with this podcast work. You know, I am out here trying my best to book, Mm -hmm. and then Lifetime won't even throw a girl a bone. Mm, and then we're mm-hmm. going to find out later oh. just how. How dismissed and ignored how dismissed. we are. Actually, we may need to take this all the way to the top. No, no, no. We're going to have to talk to somebody. We're going to have to talk to SVP. We're going to have to talk to SVP. You know what? Let's take a break and reset before this goes 
completely off the rails. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we're back. And we're still upset, but we will get into that later. When we left off, Ray and Billy were headed over to their favorite, the old barn. Here's the thing. Here's what we love, though. Ray goes to meet with Billy to clean an abandoned barn. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you she is in the cutest white sweater with, like, beaded detailing, right? Like, little, it's like a very Christmassy holiday, but it's got, like, little gemstones. This is a dry clean only situation. And Phoebe calls it her favorite Christmas sweater. Like, what are you doing with your favorite Christmas sweater? Uh, I just love that this, like, really hot, maybe 29-year-old woman has a favorite Christmas sweater. <laughs> well, she also has her um signature Christmas drink. Drink the that peppermint no one else chocolate. likes. Yeah, the, like, peppermint mocha situation that not even Billy liked when he took a sip. And I just felt like what makes me... I was like, because this, this is the same thing in Secrets in the Family. Mm-hmm. When, the, when the nurse... She go to clean the bathrooms and she in just like a cute little cropped cashmere number. Yeah. I just want one lifetime movie to show somebody wearing a damn glove when they do manual labor. Put somebody in a dirty sweatshirt. Put them in some busted jeans. You can't have somebody up doing some dirty work in just a fine little outfit. And you can have them in like an, in like, oh, this is my dad's old work shirt. Like, yes, you can still yes. be having like a cute moment. But yeah, it, you're right. We cannot be in dry clean only. No. It's like, I don't even wear dry clean only to do stand up. Okay. <laughs> so we're at the barn. They're going to do stuff to the barn. And they come up with the concept of the show, Christmas Then, Christmas Now. This is, so there's a lot of different like, elements that need to go into a Lifetime Christmas movie. And I think Mm -hmm. this is one of the more subtle elements where it's like, we need to pay homage to the past. That there were wonderful things. A a, a lot of this barn subplot is giving me the old train station in Christmas setup of like, there's a building that's not been given its due and we must bring it back to prestige of the town. And you're like, okay. Well, this is all about, again, this is about, you know, when we say, where is Garnett? Garnett is in our hearts. This is all a fantasy land of a world where this is where the community comes together. Mm -hmm. Christmas is about everyone coming together and being besties. Even though it's like, honey, I couldn't even tell you the names of the neighbors on my left. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. I'm not living in a fourplex, okay? Wow. I don't know these people. Okay, we don't don't get into it. But I will say the highlight of this entire barn scene is that we get an extended Mario Lopez dance number, okay? Gene Kelly. 1930s Gene Kelly, if there ever was one. And Mm -hmm. now 
I'm loving every second of it. I said, this is what this movie is. I'm in. Yeah. Mario Lopez is like getting on a dusty stage and just like doing Tapping. that thing, you know, when someone someone just like shuffle, shuffle. Oh. And then they go into an amazing yes. choreographed routine because the spirit has moved them. Yes. And and since the barn is old, there's like dust. So it's like, and then like dust comes up. It's very yeah. cinematic. It's, it's very, very Broadway. Good. And it's right. one of those things where it's like, it felt natural in the movie. Like it was, yeah. you know, yeah, when yeah, yeah, people yeah. start dancing, even La La Land, I go, okay. <laughs> Get in your car and drive, please. You can't. <laughs> the 405, it's difficult enough. People got to make planes, okay? You think commuting to LAX needs your hop, skip, and a jump? No. But this, I go, he's in a bar. Let him dance. Felt good. Let him dance. And then Ray kind of, she comes and catches him dancing, you know? So, of course, she's then a smitten kitten because yes. like, okay, look at him, you know? He's, I mean, but listen, we all, we always knew he had the goods, right? We've known about Mario, you know, for decades. So we come out of this going, they are hot for this barn. Okay. Yeah. This barn, ooh, they're horned up for. So yeah. he goes to the, the person in Garnett who has the most going on in her life. Single mom, kid not doing well in school, but also has multiple activities, helping people. This is his sister, Maurice, I'm talking about. And he goes, I need you to redo the barn. <laughs> She's like, get your friends who are, quote, all EMTs and firefighters. Okay. Like, they don't have things to do. Thank you. Like, they're not busy enough. And literally, she's like, yeah, we help. And I'm like, first of all, just because you're a firefighter don't mean you can fix a barn. So I don't even understand the connection there. I think it, like, does kind of, though. I think it's just like, well. They're I, handy men. They're I, men. I am obsessed with firemen. Like, I love firemen. Oh, that's very Irish of you. I know. I love firemen <laughs> so much. Once, I, when I was, like, had an internship at Small Claims Court when I was in high school, the one of the women I work with, she goes, never marry a cop or a fireman. They got a God complex. And she was obviously <laughs> divorced from a fireman who had cheated on her. Okay. So, but I, it couldn't shake me. When I go to the grocery store and the firemen are there shopping, I lose my damn mind. Because you're is, like, what's the, what are they making for the for the firehouse? You want to know what they're making for the firehouse? I'm like, what are they making for me? <laughs> oh my God, I lose it. And the thing is, they could be like 100 years old. Like, not all firemen are hot. They're no. hot to me. They're all hot wow. to me. Except wow, for in this wow, scene, wow. we've got like, it's like two male firemen and then two female. And I go, get the women out of here. This is one of those times, Bechtel test, be damned. Beat it, bitches. <laughs> Well, the fact is they managed to replace the roof of an old decrepit barn in what <laughs> seems to be a day, yeah. okay? With just like emergency worker pals. <laughs> There's also an EMT with a beautiful voice oh. that we showcase for like 20 seconds. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. And I'm like, okay, I really hope this pans out. I really mm -hmm. hope. I was like, because there's really no reason for the camera to linger on this man, just like singing as he grabs a plank of wood. But it was great. And I said, this better become something. And then also my other question though, because they do this, and I'm like, okay, if it was this easy, why didn't they fix this barn years ago? It took five firefighters and like maybe two business days. I'm like, why didn't nobody do this before? Billy, firemen are not free labor. Okay, Hello. that is not appropriate. Pay these people. No, I know. He's like, you guys are making me look good. I'm like, if you don't break them off $100 an hour. So it's Christmas, no less, okay? The season for generosity. Okay, so seeing these firemen and EMTs, I need to stop saying firemen, fire, fire people, contribute. It makes Billy go, huh, me 
maybe people have different skill sets. Yeah, you think? Well, he's it's the singing. It's the singing that gets I know, it. but... He says that guy can sing. What if we showcased the whole town? Love it. I said, that's risky. I said, that's <laughs> risky, baby. <laughs> okay. You just heard one good voice. I don't know if you want to have an open door policy. Okay, these should not be open auditions. But I was very happy that the singing fireman was going to be showcased. That made me happy. And then we cut to actual auditions, which I was happy. It wasn't, you can't, we cannot make this open mic. We we do need to see what the skills are. And so we get one of those fun montages. Yes, I love an audition montage. Yes, where it's like, they're good, they're crazy. That's downright bad. And like a guy's juggling and, and eating the apples as he's juggling. I actually thought the man who had his shirt, like, halfway unbuttoned and was dancing loved him i go yeah get, yeah, yeah get him in a santa costume with it like open he seems yeah. fun and this, I, I don't you think maybe he meant to be sexual he's 75 years old but what i thought was funny is like he was like fully in you guys like a button down and work slacks like no one dances in those clothes came on his lunch break he's a regular guy so they do now we have another theme introduced that's about like Hitting it big versus staying where you're from. Yeah. What does it mean to make it? You know, do you make, you know, if you, if you don't make it, are you a failure then? And Ray says, there's a difference between wanting to make it and not being able to, and consciously choosing to value other parts of your life above making it big. Both choices are okay. And that's when I said, is this directed at us? (laughs) This is why they picked this movie for us. They were like, okay. Perhaps you need to recalibrate, you know, what you want or your expectations. Well, yeah. And, and and by us, I mean me, because you're from the most famous town in the world. <laughs> so not directed at you, but definitely directed at me of like, why don't you go back to Indianapolis and be the Pacers in-game hype woman? Because that's what I would, <laughs> that's what I would be doing. I would work for the Hey, all you Pacers fans! I practice it sometimes, you know. Just you do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it pay, does it pay well? Could you? Could you? I mean, you'd live in a house ten times the size of the one you have now, probably. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. But I like, you think. could. You see what I'm saying? Like, you could. Yeah, yeah. But I'd have to go. Well, this part of Indianapolis wasn't really popping when I was growing up. Like, if I'm living in Indianapolis, <laughs> I want to live in like the mansions of Indianapolis that I used to drive by and go, "Who lives there?" And it's not the Pacers hype <laughs> woman. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, though, this conversation, though, gets Billy thinking because this whole thing in talking, being with family, talking to his mom and sort of being like, how did you feel when I left home or how I wasn't able to be around for Christmas? Because normally he's doing the celebrity dance off Christmas special. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's not he's not always there for Christmas. And this whole thing, Ray talks about like maximum joy. It's all about her oh, maximum God. joy. What gives me maximum joy? Which is just like a real like Caucasian thing to say. She has a lot of phrases that aren't phrases. <laughs> but they're like her thing. And I'm like, and so he's like, Billy's like, I think I'm feeling maximum joy, you know? And so that night, here's just like a fun little conversation between Billy and Marisa because she's like, why aren't you performing in the talent show? And then she gives him a Christmas pep talk. Listen to this. You're not Mr. Holiday here. You just have to be Billy. And if that means that you want to dance for fun, then dance for fun. And if that also means that you are falling for a woman who doesn't have a publicist, then fall. You haven't been sharing this with other people, have you? No, no, no one. So I hear you're dating my teacher? 
I'm not dating anyone. And she's nice too, Rio. Seriously? I got a big mouth. All right, you guys, you gotta go because Billy needs to get his beauty sleep, so. Oh, no, 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 oh, okay. Hey, leave the cookies and the hot chocolate. Thank you for the reminder. Oh, what fun Christmas shenanigans. The reason mm-hmm. why I felt we had to hear that is because it's like, they're having a conversation where it's like, you're not Mr. Holiday here. And then like the nephew walks in and then mom peeks her head in. Mm-hmm. And, that is, and you're just like, the gang's all here in the yeah. farmhouse. And I also wonder like, do Junior and Marisa live in the house with mom? Because it seems big enough for that to be the case. I don't think they do. I do think that could be something that would take some stress off of Marisa's plate. So I have thought about that. And then I'm also wondering, okay, Billy, if you don't come home for Christmas, what time of year do you come home? Like, right. do, you, do you come home for New Year's right after? Are you coming back for mom's birthday? Like, it doesn't seem like Celebrity Dance Off is a 12-month-a-year commitment. Right. So why have you slacked on your son duties? Well, it's also interesting because around this time, I'm also noticing the extent to which it's like, obviously him and Joanna's relationship was not that deep. There is never a point at which he is like, I miss Joanna. I wish we'd no. stayed together. Our breakup was messy. Like, it didn't sound like anything. It was like, oh, they broke up. Yeah. And then it's all on the, like, Wayne. It's all a Barrow Cantone and the executives to be like, okay, this is not testing well. Right. Them being broken up is not good. Like, it's like, they were actually fine. It seemed like there was no drama there. So the other thing, too, was like, he feels very single to me, which means it's like, you could have been coming around. I guess my point is like, there isn't much tethering you to LA in that way. Yeah, and you were able to take a train. So you're what, 90 minutes away? Like four hours, maybe a little train action. That's traffic east side to west side. Right, exactly. Okay, so he's gonna dance. He's gonna dance. He's gonna decide he's gonna do it. That night he goes to get a cup of coffee, quote, at 10 p.m. And it's like, you know, Garnett's shut down. So of course he's just walking empty streets by himself. And he sees Ray in the dance studio and they like talk a little bit. And she's like, well, why don't you dance with me if you like don't want to dance alone? And so he's and he's into it. And they start like doing some dances in the studio, trying to find what works or whatever. And that's a fun little he's like the Lindy Hop. That's too much fun. Yeah. And I just L.O.L. How about a Foxtrot? OK. And uh, mm, that's yeah. not right. That's not right. Um, what if I try something a little more fun, like a like a Lindy Hop? Okay. Then there's an almost kiss. Mm-hmm. Classic Christmas almost kiss. But then instead, Ray is like, why don't we go get some coffee at Phoebe's place? Yeah. And pie. And they get four pieces of pie. They get four pieces of pie for the two of them. And they're both thin. Well, again, it's again, part of the magic of Christmas. Suddenly you could just have four pieces of pie, but you're looking like Ray over there. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe she eats pie once a year. I'm going to be eating four pieces of pie. For sure. But it was funny to me because it was a very cute scene. I love them in the diner. But I said, Phoebe would be livid. Livid. Like, the fact that y'all broke in, Grant, yes, Ray has a key. But also, it's like, you are in there after hours. You know Phoebe can't stand him. And you out here just giving away her pie. You're using plates, silverware, cups of coffee. You're brewing coffee? You're brewing fresh coffee at 10 p.m. She's going to come in and this is... If this was a different kind of Lifetime movie, they would have been murdered. Like, someone would walk in and they, like, thought it was someone else and they shoot them. Because this is, like, wow. Wow, she didn't have an alarm system? I know. I was like, Phoebe, babe, you must get some ring alert. Your ring camera's got a buzz. Okay, Phoebe, they're in the damn diner after hours. But thank our Christmas 
stars that they do this because their guard is down, they're vibing, they're having a great time, it's after hours, and they're feeling so comfortable that we get to have this little combo. I had some other bigger auditions too. Oh yeah, like what? I was the lead dancer on the Katy Perry tour. Yeah, we went everywhere, Miami, LA. I had made it as far as I was concerned. It's a huge break. Yeah, it was. But I resigned six weeks into the tour. I hated the road, hated living out of a suitcase. I felt rootless and I was, I was homesick. So I came back here and I started teaching at my mom's studio and I immediately felt better. I proved to myself that I could do it. And then I chose to do what made me truly happy. So you came back home and this is where you made it. Best decision of my life, maximum joy. I'm sorry, is Katie Perry getting checks for this film? Okay, first of all, we never reference real pop culture touchstones in Lifetime. They don't do that. And I'm telling you, I think this, a world where our lead was a dancer for Katy Perry on tour. And we get Access Hollywood. And Access Hollywood. That's the power of Mario Lopez, honey. We mm -hmm. must ground the reality. Mm -hmm. We are grounding the reality, okay? We're talking TikTok. We're talking Access Hollywood. We're talking leaving the Katy Perry tour. We are doing that, okay? And that's huge. So you can see they're getting closer. And then Billy invites Ray to have dinner with his family. And they have like a cute little moment. And Billy's like, I want to incorporate family more in my life, thanks to you. I want to do a show about family, something that centers the hometown. Which is so LA to go, oh my God, I am a family. How can I monetize this? Yeah, exactly. Basically, it's like, I'm experiencing joy. How can I monetize this? Which goes right into this next scene perfectly because manager Dallas gets back to him. Now, she's been off the grid for five days because little doggy Shakira had a Snickers. Also, name check. And then she makes like a, she's like, oh, I wish I could open the window. This Snickers is still clearing out the system. This really, I really related to this because my little angel baby, not my dog, my actual son, he's going through some constipation gastro. issues. He's in yeah. a gastro journey. And so I said, he is my Shakira. And, and there's a lot of things going on. So I related to Dallas. Wait, I have a question. Do you know, like, what makes a baby constipated considering he's not really eating foods? Well, he is now eating foods. And so that's what's happening. But like a lot of them? His body is like, his body went from living in water to now having like butternut squash and he's like excuse me <laughs> what's going she on met. he's like he's like yeah. it's been five months i can't do this this is a lot this yeah. is a lot yeah i see i see that makes sense i see oh my god conrad conrad honey don't worry I'm, i've been constipated most of my adult life you're gonna make it through he's figuring it out he's figuring it out and he's doing it more he's kind of having it come in, in bursts uh -huh, and then uh -huh, and then uh -huh. he has down periods and then so it's it's like when a nurse is like, I worked, I worked back to back 12s. He's doing three 12s, three days off, three 12s, three days off. It would hit <laughs> Okay, so back to the movie, and because I'm sure you guys didn't want to hear too much about poops. But Billy tells Dallas, like, you know, he's doing this local Christmas talent show, and she's like, okay, the networks might be interested in something like that. And I said, now this is how a manager does not behave. No manager's out here. Taking no. your ideas and trying to shop it around town. They say, no. we'll make a call if we can, but I can't promise you nothing. And she's no. literally like, why don't I make some calls? I said, you know what? Yes, Sherry O'Terry, I would like you to be my manager. I feel like you could get stuff done. Mm -hmm. Getting things done. We're obsessed. And I said, only Mario Lopez could get that happening, right? So after Ray and Billy have dinner, 
we then the next thing we see of them, and again, sparks, but still nothing's happened, but it's all still very cute. The next thing we see them walking in a park and Billy shows Ray their family tree, which was a sapling their dad saved from a fire that they then relocated it. Okay, this is family with a capital F, people. Families have trees. The Hernandez fur. All right, that's his real last name. His name is Guillermo Hernandez, and he's going by Billy Holiday. Let's just talk about that. Okay. So they, like, are walking and just tucking, and she's like, oh, my God, thank you for showing me the tree. And then they hold hands, mm-hmm. and it starts snowing, you guys, which you know makes people horny. This is a Christmas movie, okay? Horny for snow. Listen to this. It's a sign. Of what? You and I are going to have a great show. You know, it could be a sign of something else. You think so? Yeah. I do. And then, of course, they kiss. Yes, they kiss. And this is what I find unrealistic about Christmas movies in this modern day and age. I would have had sex with Billy ten times already. Like, (laughs) I just would have. Like, it's like, I just don't think modern gals and guys are are waiting for the snow for them to share a first kiss. This is the magic of a lifetime Christmas. I know, I know. I would have probably gotten too drunk at my sister's diner, you know, in this case, <laughs> yep. and, and DM'd yeah. Guillermo on his, yeah. like, non-famous account, because I'm sure he has, like, a Billy Holiday account, and then yeah. probably, like, a Finsta. And yeah. I would have DM'd that, the address, my yeah. the address of the diner, the address of my house, but then also been like, I know where your mom lives. And I would have gotten it in night one. That's just yeah. what I'm yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah. as a as a real Garnet gal. <laughs> but that's not Ray, and that's why she's the lead in this movie, and I'm knocked up. <laughs> You know what, Megan? This movie is takes place in a world where snow is an aphrodisiac, okay? Mm-hmm. And no one's DMing. That's the problem. That's the problem. They're waiting for the snow to do the work. Now, the next scene is literally 15 seconds. It's it's uh, minor, and yet, stop the presses. This is what Megan and I are here to talk about. This is what we need to take to the top. We are now in the, you know, the redone barn that's so stunning. And it's basically like dress rehearsal. Everybody kind of mm-hmm. doing their, la- you know, last looks, working on their material. And we see a comedian on stage, a young black woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just, I guess, finished up her set or whatever. And she's getting notes from Billy and Ray. Like, do we like those jokes? And they're like, you know, and Billy goes, yeah, the more natural you are, the better it is. Now, Megan, Megan, you and I mm-hmm. are two professional stand-up comedians mm-hmm. with a combined 10 television appearances. More. More. For our work. Our More. stand-up work? More! Okay. Okay, maybe you're bringing me back down to earth. <laughs> we are out here with specials. Yeah. We have been doing this podcast for a lifetime since before there was a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And we don't even get an avail check. Yeah, right. No one even says, will you fly to Vancouver for this? Of course we will. You know, we will. We would have we would have written, 
we would have written material. We would have written a new five. Yes. Written a new five. I know, written a new Christmas-based five. And and we would have hosted the show. Whatever you need us to do. And of course, you pointed out she's a black woman. I don't want to be taking work away from a black woman. You are a black woman. This black woman took work away from you. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Really upsetting. Yeah. So producers, you know what? You, you better play that for the people upstairs. Really tough. Tough. And she's she's funny and, and she's good. And she ends up like killing in the show. Right. Because of course. it would be crazy if they had her mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I did think at this moment, like, Megan, would you want to get notes on your comedy from Mariel Lopez? I'm always looking for a coach. <laughs> But it, this is one of those things where it's like when they when they send out the email going, hey, dress rehearsal day before 4 p.m., the, a real stand up would go, I'm good. Right. I, I'm not doing that. I'll see you I'm day of. I'll see you day of yeah. five minutes before my set. Because whenever we like go on the road and there's something big and they're like sound check, it's like we don't need it. Like right. the reason we do stand up is because we don't want to do anything else. And I don't mean artistically. I mean actually in life like <laughs> bands when i see bands set I up i go i'm out I when i right. see bands then have to tear down all naomi and i have to do is walk our lazy asses out on stage tell yeah. some ha-has don't even adjust our attitude for how we're feeling based on the day of the show and then walk <laughs> our asses back out so we are not doing dress rehearsals we are not doing sound checks we are showing up the last minute giving the least amount of energy and and doing amazing right Right. But here's my question for you, though, because I imagine what can you, what do you imagine the comedy scene is like in Garnett? Like, I Oof. imagine this woman has only told these jokes to her mirror until the recital. Yeah, I bet there's an open mic. That's probably music, poetry. Right, and right, right, where right. do you think this juggling man is practicing? And right. then and I bet she because she's the florist of the town. So, she, oh, yes. Town she florist. maybe is like doing like some favors to do I, I her dream probably is she's doing flowers for a wedding and the MC drops out and uh -huh. there and she's like I can I can do it and then so she is also like the MC of the wedding and the florist right 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 right, right. all right that feels right that makes sense that absolutely makes sense but but us not being asked to be in it does not make sense no no, no does not does not feels pointed personal we were you know we already got this message about you know adjusting your priorities and <laughs> your expectations yeah. and what does it mean to make it and then they were like you know maybe they should watch this and then they can understand why we didn't put them in the motion picture and the thing is we can work clean like when i saw it i go oh they probably think we're too blue we work clean okay you think i've never done a corporate event for a plastic surgery office where people are crazy no i've done it <laughs> I've done every corporate you've thrown at me. You don't think I've got 15 minutes of clean dog material? Like, why right. do you think I use the dog? I'm like, that is the every man material. No matter who you are, you love it. You relate to it. You get it. It's helpful. It's wholesome. Oh, really Anyway, oh my God, sick. Now, <laughs> so finally, Ray and Billy are going to get on stage and practice the dance that they are going to do with this recital. They have yet to practice. They've managed to kiss under a tree, but they have not found time to practice. And so they're literally about to practice when they're interrupted by none other than Joanna, Billy's ex-girlfriend slash ex-co-host, who just showed up in Garnett. Billy, bravo. A little show in a barn. It's cute. It's really cute. Joanna, what? What are you doing here? Celebrity dance offset me. They want you back. <laughs> and they thought I'd be the most persuasive in reeling you back in. <laughs> and she has a real attitude problem. She's like really being bitchy, but also like excited. She's like, they want you back on the show. 
And we find out that Junior has been posting about the talent show and that it's, quote, testing really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Is Nielsen doing ratings on TikToks? What do you mean it's testing well? I bet by testing, they see how many views and then they go, well, that's 10 times what our biggest sitcom has gotten. Like when <laughs> I see the numbers on TikTok, I go, no wonder they love these things. Like Junior probably is more famous than his uncle at this point based on TikTok alone. Like, Junior, <laughs> just do you want to sell out a comedy club? You can do it. And he's like, I'm a dancer. Does it matter? Sell it out. Absolutely. Uh, so Joanna's come up and Billy is basically like, well, I don't want to go back. You know what I mean? And she's like, I don't really, like, he's like, cool, but no thank you. But Ray sees Joanna and then immediately runs off in a real high school kind of way where I just kind of felt like, it's not like we haven't heard about Joanna. You get no sense that Billy's thinking about Joanna. Yeah. So yes, her showing up is a surprise, but like Ray won't even hear it. Like she literally is just like, I gotta run. It, she has, I think what we're getting now to the real reason Ray left Katy Perry was not because of travel. I think Ray struggles with a real inferiority complex and mm. it's not real. And it's yeah. delusional because she's gorgeous, talented lead of Carrie, Katy Perry. But I think she starts to get imposter syndrome mm. and is like, of co- he just, even just the sight of his ex-wife who is famous, she goes, I'm out, yeah. he won't want me anymore. And it's uh-huh. like, Ray, he wants yeah. you. You yeah. need his mom's Take famous chili Rihanna. Exactly. Exactly. You've been sitting in the house, hanging out with the fam. You're in. So Billy... Walks away from Joanna, who's like, what on earth? Like, she, he, she, she's just like, nah, she can't believe it, but she's also not going to fight him on it. So he tries to go find Ray. She's run off. And then Ray is just, and then when he catches up with her, she's like, I just want to focus on the show. She feels broken up with. Like, even though no one has broken up with her, also, they're not together. <laughs> she also has not said anything. She has never once told the man. That I like you. She has feelings. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like, okay, you kissed my family tree and that's about it. And it's like, okay. Yeah, that's what seven-year-olds do in 1965. Wow. This is not a big deal. So she freaking out. And so they end up doing their dance in the town square, which is what we saw in the opening of the film. Yes. And so now that I have context, I really don't know why. He's like, are we good? And she's like, for the show. But I don't know about later. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, now I'm like, Ray, why are you tripping? Yeah. And, and now that you mention it, we don't really ever get any backstory on Ray's romantic history. Like, to shade, like, oh, she got cheated on. Oh, she was with a guy, and then he got back together with his ex. Like, something to be like, oh, this is obviously very, like, triggering for her. It's like, this hot woman, we have no idea. Maybe she never had a boyfriend, never been kissed situation. Exactly. Exactly. That was her first kiss. That would also make sense, too. That That would explain a lot more. (laughs) Right. Okay, so Ray catches Phoebe up. Phoebe's now trying to give her good advice. It's like, you've been against him from the beginning. From the beginning. And now she's like, tell him how you feel. And then we get another Access Hollywood break-in to let us know that Billy has this, like, holiday, holiday, comeback, because his name's Billy Holiday. Mm -hmm. Billy Holiday, they're talking about how he's doing this show. I did clock that the host is in the same outfit from earlier when they do the Access Hollywood. Yeah, I know. And they really should have just, they should have just sprung for a second look. It's supposed to be weeks later. Exactly. It's like, come on now. Come on now. You could have put on a second dress. And you know they're not repeating outfits on Access Hollywood. I know. I know. But anyway, 
So, yeah, so Access Hollywood is not just covering Billy's comeback, also showing Junior's TikTok. So now, you know, Junior is going to become a star, okay? His TikToks are on Access Hollywood. He's getting popular. More people watch TikTok than Access Hollywood. He is doing <laughs> Access Hollywood a favor. And so, you know, Billy's talking to his sister, being like, I don't know if I even want to go back to L.A. now because of Ray. So, like, he's got these feelings. What? This woman you've kissed once? They share values. Family with a capital F. Christmas with a capital C. I just... Balance on stage, balance off, balance in life, life. balance <laughs> on life, balance. You got to eat a balanced breakfast. <laughs> then Billy gets a call from manager Sherry O'Terry saying that she managed to get three networks into a bidding war for a show called Small Town Talent that he would host and have full creative control over. It is a good idea. It is. A g- Actually, when I heard it, I go. This, it's America's Got Talent, but small town. So you're getting the built-in, like, the sob stories, the yeah. nooks and crannies, the inside, we're rehabilitating. You know, I'm assuming it's money flowing into these small towns. I mean, it's everything. If Lifetime yeah. doesn't have this airing within two weeks. No, it's a great, it's actually a great idea. But it's also like, wouldn't you love if a manager just, like, made a pitch deck for you and just took a sh- took an idea around on your behalf? Yeah, like, I'm like, what's the log line? Do <laughs> we have a show Bible? Like, wh- who is just... She did it. She did it. Dallas did it. Dallas and Shakira did it. Okay. And I'm also like, I would assume Billy would have an overall where he, like, yeah, the business of it. <laughs> well, I'm he's like, out. Mm, he's out. He's out. Make, but I yeah, just, he's out. Right. I don't think he's overall, but I do think what, okay, but you guys, the best part of it all is that he says he won't do the show without Ray, but he doesn't even know if she's interested. Yeah. Also, we don't even know if Ray can host a television show. She's a dancer. She a dancer. That's all we know is that she can dance. We don't know if she can read a cue card. We don't know if she can interview a hometown hero. We don't know nothing about nothing. Why is it that she has to do this show? Does she even want to do the show? Like, what? I mean, honey, she could be a PA. Bring her on the road. Be, your, be Have her be your girlfriend. She could be a dance consultant. She can't go on the road. She doesn't, like, travel. <laughs> she doesn't like living out of a suitcase. And now you're telling me you've got her booked as the star of a show that's about travel? <laughs> what? Are you listening? What a theme in Christmas movies also is that men are still men. They don't listen. <laughs> they come into town. They think they know how to fix the barn, even though they have other men fix the barn. And they <laughs> offer no, no actual help that they could be giving, which is financial. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so now we get to the night of the big show. Okay. The holiday recital fundraiser. All right. So this is, this is both a holiday show, a recital for kids and a fundraiser. They're doing a lot with this show. And Ray is backstage. and. Billy wants to tell her about the new TV show, but she, like, doesn't want to hear it. You know, she's like, we have to perform. And it's like, okay, but also, like, why don't you let him tell it? And for her, she's just assuming it's like, yeah, you're going back to Celebrity Dance-Off. You're going to be with Joanna and get married and have 10 babies. Right. Real immature vibes. But they get on stage and they introduce a show. And what made me laugh is that they had to share a microphone. I just felt like you did put all this work into this. And you're telling me you couldn't get a second handheld mic? You didn't work this out at the dress rehearsal? You didn't work it out at dress. Okay. Then... The next thing we see, you know, basically they introduce the show, and then we see the end of the comedian set. Killing. <laughs> I'm going to tell Santa I want a man to love and a father for my children. And I need Santa to make sure the two never meet. Her character's name is Jess Woodley. Most people in the talent show do not have names, okay? Right. And yet, this character not just has a name, but so that I'm thinking, okay, is Jess Woodley an actual comedian? No, no. No, no, no. This is just an actress named Alicia Hamer playing 
a stand-up comedian. And this and is what why? I said, good for her, but why weren't we offered this, Megan? They couldn't even, I mean, come on. And why didn't they just have it be her real name? So then she could, I mean, we're giving her, we're, we're letting the listeners know now. Well, we have to. Alicia Hamer. But it's like, why? Because maybe we didn't get booked because if we would do it, I go, my name is Megan Gailey. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you can change my name to Megan Santa Claus or whatever. <laughs> and Naomi will be Naomi Mistletoe. But <laughs> first names. Correct, please. But the thing is funny because I said, we don't know anyone's name, but we, we see a montage of all the wonderful town performers. But then another guy gets a name. His name is Rory Feek, which is his real name. He is a country music singer songwriter, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. Who's written for Blake Shelton. He is like out here. He's like a big country guy. And so again, how did he get involved? Do you know what I mean? Because basically he starts singing a song and then that kind of is like the bridge over the montage between different moments, okay? And it's a, it's a new song. Like, it's not one of the, uh, not one of the holiday classics. It seems like he wrote it. Why is yeah. his name his name? Exactly. And he's himself. Alicia's. But maybe he's a big name. This is where I'm saying, you know, <laughs> there's an audience who sees Rory Feek and freaks out. Feek freaks. Feek freaks okay <laughs> we're not them but I'm, this is big for somebody because at first he starts singing he starts singing and i'm like i'm sorry he's no fireman i was like he's That's not, the fireman. not the fireman but then luckily the fireman does come out okay he does showcase his beautiful voice did he do oh holy night yes oh holy night henry oh let's do it together right now oh <gasps> holy night I left Megan alone. I left her out to dry. I hung her. I hung her out to dry. No, and I'm having sort of like a nasal backup right now. So it's like, why would I? I didn't. I didn't. I'm not. But when he started singing, I did start singing like in my house. Like I was watching him and then I was just like, oh, my God. Yes. So as it's all happening, you know, everyone's loving it. The whole town's there. The whole town can fit in a single barn and they're loving it. And Billy finally gets Ray to listen and tells him about the new show, the show that he wants her to be a part of. And so they're talking. And then the comedian. She's back. Just. She comes, she like, she goes, hey, uh, no one's on stage. Salt in the wound. <laughs> the whole, the whole show, like, they're just talking now. And it's like, you have got to, like, bring on the next act. And they go out and we learn when they go out, that they've raised enough money for the kids to go to NYC and everyone erupts. And then Billy comes on stage and we see Billy and Ray dance. We see them do their dance together. It's fine. Then we have a Christmas confession between the lovers, because that's another crux of a Christmas movie. You need a Christmas confession. Listen. What if I told you I want to be wherever you are? What if I told you I want to be here with you? Well, there you go. Then they're about to kiss, but then before they can kiss, they like separate. They go, they exit on opposite sides of the stage, and then the dance students come out to do the final performance of the talent show. And they're giving us kind of like plaid punk Christmas fun. Mm-hmm. It felt like it would be a real good commercial for Target in a way. Uh-huh. The or Old getting. Navy or Old Navy. Yes. It's a lot of it is a lot of white kids break dancing, which I don't love. And part of the reason <laughs> I don't love that is because I assume Conrad will be a break dancer. <laughs> And I would like him to be heavily featured in things. Well, you dress him like a hype beast. What do you expect? I don't do that. My husband does. <laughs> he does. You think I'm buying baby NBA jerseys? <laughs> <laughs> he has a style. He has fashion. 
And I could definitely see Conrad playing the role of little Junior because, yes, Junior passed his geography test and he was able to be part of the talent show after all. B plus. I know. I go, honey, you've been cramming for two whole weeks. It's geography. You should have done better than a B plus. It's just memorizing. And if you can't memorize countries, how are you going to memorize eight counts? (laughs) Well, there is a good moment, too, when Billy is trying to explain to Junior. He's like, you know, when you go to a call, someone dances and you have to, like, see everything and do it immediately. (laughs) And it's like, and he's like, what? No do over. He's like, New York is going to be the best dancer from every town in America, which is like true. You know, like you think you're it. And then I had to go to Chicago and I go, oh, okay, I'm good in Chicago. I'll go to New York. And then I go, well, I'm good in New York too. But (laughs) we don't know if that's going to be Junior's. (laughs) No. But as you said, look, you know what? Again, think about who his uncle is. Junior's going straight to LA. Okay. He's going to be on Celebrity Dance Off. Like, as a coach. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to make it. But Billy and Junior have a little... They do a little 16 count together. That's mm-hmm. fun. And then the whole dance ends. Then Billy starts dancing with all the young men. And then Ray comes into the young girls' performance. Like, they're all, like, kind of dancing. And then it all ends with Billy and Ray kissing. And I thought that was strange. The whole town loved it. And I said, why are y'all kissing on the stage in front of everybody? And then they say Merry Christmas to each other. And then that's it. And that's how it ends. So they have a show together. They have a show that they're going to co-host. And we don't even know if Ray has the chops. Okay. They have a show. It feels very Fox. It's going to be on yeah. Fox. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. So that show is upcoming. And then they're going to get married, I guess? Yeah, they're going to get married in Garnett. They're going to get married under the, the Hernandez barn. fur. And, oh, the barn. You're right. They'll get barn at the barn. Yeah, they have to. And then um, they'll definitely... the. Ceremony will be performed by the Hernandez Fern. And uh-huh. Billy's going to get to see his mom. Junior's going to... What if Junior goes on to be like a diplomat? Because that you need geography for. Right, because he care, he he learned to care so much about geography. Yeah. That would be yeah. fun. A little UN ambassador action. We'd love that. So, you know, this was a heartwarming Christmas. Hope the snow made you horny too. But it, I am... I, I do leave it going. And I, and I have to imagine the townspeople are too. Why did we as in the townspeople, have to raise money to send these children to New York City. Right, right, right. If Billy's not reimbursing, I swear to God. You can't get Dallas on this? I know. Go, hey, Dallas, I need a deal with Delta. (laughs) This is for hometown small talent. Hometown is like, this is a reality show. Like, you can write the whole thing off as like, let's follow the kids to New York. Ray is taking them. Yes. Write it all off. Listen, there's 12 breakdancing white boys, and (laughs) I need them in Times Square. And Dallas goes, yeah, okay, whatever. And Shakira comes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that was the movie. It was tender. It was Christmas. It was beautiful. Oh, holy night. Keep singing as I do the, as I tease the next week. We'll be covering all the holiday movies this season. And holiday vibes continue with the lifetime original premiere of A New Orleans Noel. Grace and Anthony, who went to architecture school together, butt heads on everything. But sparks fly after they're hired onto the same project and end up celebrating Christmas with his family in New Orleans, featuring Patti LaBelle and wow. Keisha Knight Pulliam. Ooh, baby. Fall on your knees. It's Christmas time over here, baby. The angel's voice. Oh, boy. A New Orleans Noel premieres December 3rd at 8 p.m. only on Lifetime. And don't miss the premiere of the film we cover the week after. It's beginning to look a lot like murder. 
Woof! Airing December 2nd at 8 p.m. only on the Lifetime Movie Network. Then catch the recap on December 15th right here on I Love a Lifetime Movie. Tis the season, y'all. We're going to see you next mm-hmm. week. Bye. I love a Lifetime Movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm. That's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. This episode is produced by Aisha Jordan and Elizabeth Scadden. With sound editing and mixing by The Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now if you've gotten to this point. You should know that we're the host, okay? (laughs) It feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.